0: I want to welcome you back to the podcast this week I pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you I know we've been ministering the last uh, two episodes on healing we've talked about how God is heal God is able to and willing to heal, and how Jesus Christ heals you is a biblical foundational truth that Jesus Christ heals you. Some people have a hard time with that, but bless God, that's a foundation. Jesus Christ heals you. Believe it and receive it today. Those that are watching online, believe and receive the promises of the word of God into your life today, in Jesus' name. And we talked last week about the provision that God made available to us when it comes to healing. And so I'm not going to get into those again. Uh, You can go back and watch those and listen to those. And uh, just thank you for joining us today. If you would, go ahead and like, comment, share uh, to friends and family, people that may need to hear this message so that we can (laughs) spread the word. And I want to talk to you today from John chapter 14 and verse 12. I'm going to go through quite a few scriptures here starting off. I want you to see in verse 12 this is Jesus talking he said verily verily I say unto you he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father <laughs> that should be a humbling verse of scripture right there that should have us questioning everything that we're doing in our in and with our lives because Jesus said If you believe on Him, not only will you do the works that He did, but you will do greater works than what he did. (laughs) You know that Jesus did so many miracles. The Bible says in the book of John that if all the books of the world were written, the miracles that Jesus did, there wouldn't be enough books to contain them. (laughs) Did you know that the Bible says that? And yet here Jesus is saying, if any man believes on me, the works that I do shall he do, and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. We can do greater works, and we can do the same works and greater works, because. Jesus goes to the Father and he made provision and he makes intercession to the Father on our behalf for what God has called us to do. He intercedes for us and he continues to go on and say, and whatever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. And then he said, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. <laughs> and you can see, We've been empowered by the Holy Spirit. He sent the promise of the Father, the Spirit of truth, the comforter, to abide with us forever, that he was with the people in the Bible through a time, and now he dwells within us. In the New Testament church, he dwelt within them, and in us today, he dwells within us. He will not leave us comfortless. He would send us the Spirit of truth. Hallelujah. (laughs) And so, whatever we ask in his name, he will do it, to glorify the Father that the Father may be glorified in the Son. What a powerful thing to know that not only is God able to heal, God is willing to heal, but when you do what God has called you to do, and. Uh, give God opportunity to perform his word, the father is glorified in the son. When you asked of the father in the name of Jesus and received the promises of God, it brings glory to God. When people are healed, it brings glory to God. When the message of the gospel is demonstrated and proclaimed, it brings glory to God. And so we see here that God, Jesus said greater works would we do. Well, <laughs> Let's look at not only the same works we covered some of those you can read through the Bible and see all the miracles that Jesus did there's a there's a difference though in one thing is that there is Jesus is the one sacrifice for all sins <laughs> we're not called to to make provision for other people's sins by dying on a cross. Jesus fulfilled what was written in the Old Testament as provision and died and became that sacrifice and now makes intercession for us and intercedes for us because he, the Bible says that he, through his sacrifice, perfected forever those that were being saved. And so we've been perfected by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and there doesn't have to be another sacrifice anymore. But when it comes to the works that Jesus did, how he lived, how he demonstrated the gospel, how he demonstrated the kingdom, how he healed the sick and cast out devils, when it came to the things that Jesus commissioned us and the disciples to do, that is when we begin to enter into the works that he did and greater works. And we can look here in Luke chapter 10, When Jesus was sending out some of the believers, he told them in verse eight, whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat what is set before you and heal those in it who are sick and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. So he said, heal those that are sick and say to them that the kingdom of God has come near to you. And you can look here in in, uh, Matthew, or not Matthew, in Mark, Chapter 16, in verse 15, and this is Jesus talking, it says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, and he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. These signs shall accompany those who have believed. <laughs> In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will pick up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. There is a biblical mandate for believers now that not only are we to receive healing and to walk in healing that has been made available to us through Jesus Christ, but we are to carry that healing and demonstrate the gospel and believers, not ministers, not pastors, not apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, but believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That means you, wherever you're watching right now, I want you to say, believer, I'm a believer, and And that means me. (laughs) You're a believer and that means you. So God's commissioned us. Not only has he made healing available to us, but he's commissioned us to be able to go and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The same way that he's commissioned every member in the body of Christ to proclaim and preach Christ. He's given us the ministry of reconciliation. No matter where we're at in life and what we're doing in life and what God's called us to do, people say, oh, I'm not called to be a preacher. <laughs> you might not be called to the fivefold ministry of pastor, prophet, evangelist, apostle, teacher, but you are called to be a preacher. Every single believer has been mandated with the gospel of Jesus Christ, the ministry of reconciliation, to proclaim Christ unto this earth, that God has sent his son, that God so loved the world, he sent his only son, that anyone who believes in him shall be saved and shall have everlasting life. That's the mission and the life of every believer is to win souls. And the way that God has commissioned every single believer in the church to preach the gospel, to invite people to church, to share Jesus Christ with people. He's empowered us also He that believeth on me, Jesus said, shall do these same works and greater works because he goes to the Father. Anyone that believes on Jesus can do the same things that Jesus did and greater when it comes to the miracles and the delegated authority that Jesus has given to us to walk in. And so I want you to see here in James chapter 5, In verse 14, it says, Is any among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Hallelujah, it says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that, you're, that you may be healed. The, effect, the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. What does it say there? Pray for one another that you may be healed. <laughs> There's a biblical mandate for the body of Christ, not just the leaders, every single member, every single believer that you should pray for one another that you may be healed. <laughs> Pray for one another that you may be healed. Believe what the word of God has said. Receive the mandate of Christ to go into all the world and preach the gospel and to lay hands on the sick so that they shall recover and grab hold of it and chase after it with zeal that you are going to accomplish what Jesus has called you to do on this earth because God has not called any believer to do any small thing. He has not called any believer to do any small thing. We represent as an ambassador the kingdom of God on the earth so that we can go and proclaim Christ and heal the sick. You can see in Acts chapter eight here. Well, let's go just a little bit before that. You can see when, when they established deacons in the church and they established... Um, <laughs> just a helps ministry. This was the ministry of helps. <laughs> if you're an usher, if you're a greeter, if you work in the food ministry, you can look at the example of Stephen. Stephen was full of grace and power. The Bible says was performing great wonders and signs among the people. If you can look at that in Acts chapter six and verse eight. These, Stephen was not a, a, an evangelist or an apostle or a prophet, or any of these things. He was appointed as a faithful man to be one of the seven that worked in distributing food to widows. (laughs) These were people that were appointed by the apostles, and yet even just helping in an area of ministry that the apostles delegated that wasn't the fivefold ministry. It was just as a believer serving in the church, serving the body of Christ, serving the widows. Stephen was full of grace and power and performing great wonders and signs among the people. <laughs> Jesus commissioned and designed his church to represent him on the earth not just the, the preachers, not just the the fivefold ministry, but every believer, that we would carry Christ's power on the earth to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out devils, <laughs> and that nothing shall by any means hurt you. You can see it with Philip. Philip was one of the, uh, I believe was one of the seven here with Stephen, and he went on and became an evangelist, and it says, Therefore, Uh, Those who had been scattered, this is Acts chapter 8 and verse 4, "...therefore those who had been scattered went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city in Samaria and began proclaiming Christ to them. The crowds with one accord were giving attention to what was said by Philip as they heard and saw the signs which he was performing." For in the case of many who had unclean spirits, they were coming out of them, shouting with a loud voice, and many who had been paralyzed and lame were healed. So there was much rejoicing in that city." There was much rejoicing in that city. And you know what? I believe God, the ministry that God's put here in Greensboro, North Carolina, there's going to be much rejoicing in this city if the church will grab a hold of the power of God and take it with them into their homes, into their workplaces, into your places of business, into into every area of your life that you would be a carrier of the anointing of the gospel, that it's not just a, thing that's on the side for for Sunday mornings that you come if if you feel like it which you know I I believe that if you're watching this broadcast you're you're one of the faithful members who have been committed to Uh, serving at the church and we have many many faithful members who have come and have helped with so many things that it's just it's amazing and I'm so grateful for the people that God has placed here but there's always more in God to attain there is always more in God to receive and notice that this is for every believer the ministry of reconciliation, healing the sick, cleansing the leper, raising the dead, is for every single believer. Not just for those who are in leadership, not just for those who are serving, not just for those who are are in some form of authority, but it's for every believer. Jesus said, anyone that believes on him, the works that he shall do, we will do also, and greater works. So let's have an honest look at our life. (laughs) Let's pray, God, am I doing the works that you did? Am I doing what you've called me to do? Am I completely committed and consecrated to fulfilling your will for my life and to reaching the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ? And I pray that you would commit yourself today, (laughs) say not only is healing available for you to receive, but healing is available for you to (laughs) proclaim and to demonstrate And some people say well i I don't know i've i've never seen somebody that was lame healed and made able to walk well how many people have you prayed for that are lame that they would be healed we've got to start with that because if you've never prayed for anybody who's blind to see then how will you ever see somebody blind see this is a commission to the church and don't just go and lay hands on people and see them healed (laughs) <laughs> Give them the full package. Proclaim Jesus. Don't just share the gospel. Don't just share healing. Share both. Share both. God wants to save people. He wants to heal them. He wants to demonstrate the the his word. And he wants to see there become great, joy in the city because Christ is proclaimed and signs and wonders are following. This is the full ministry of the church. And I pray that you would receive that today and you would walk into that this week. Pray and ask God for opportunities and and situations that you can come into to pray and believe for healing. And then when they come, step out in boldness. I could tell you story after story of people that I've ministered to, people that my parents have ministered to, my family church members here have ministered to and healing has happened miracles has have happened and God wants this to be a regular part of our life that we commit ourselves to giving him opportunity to move believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover the Bible says I I read it in James chapter 5 that the prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available will you Take the power that God has put in us and given to us and delegated to us and demonstrate it to a lost and dying world. Because I'm telling you, there's coming a time (laughs) in the midst of a generation that the the popular rising thing has become deconstruction, where they want to deconstruct their faith and dissect everything the church has told them. And why do we believe this? And why do we believe that? And really what they're doing is they're dissatisfied with religion. And so they begin to just throw the baby out with the bathwater and question everything. (laughs) And you should be able to have an answer. And there are answers available in this book. But I want you to know that you may be able to deconstruct some of the religious ideologies of man, but you will never be able to pick apart the power of God. You cannot do it. Nobody can convince me that this word is not true because I've been a recipient of the promises of God. God's healed my body. He's healed my back. I had scoliosis. I've told the testimony before. I'm not gonna get into it. But God healed my body and healed me and straightened my spine. (laughs) How are you gonna convince somebody after that that God doesn't do these things or that God isn't real or that he doesn't exist? It doesn't happen. It can't happen. So receive the mandate of the church today today to go and lay hands on the sick and see them recover in Jesus' name. And I want to thank you so much for joining us on these broadcasts. I pray that they've been a blessing to you. Like, share, get it out to as many people as you can. And I pray that God bless you this week and may opportunities become available to you to see the healing power of God manifest. Amen.